It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. We don't like surprises, and we got a surprise on the injury report for the Indianapolis Colts yesterday. Zach Paschal on the injury report with an illness. This wouldn't be that big a deal, except we know Paris Campbell can't stay healthy, and T.Y. Hilton is not going to play. So if Carson Wentz is able to play on Sunday, who the hell is he going to throw the football to? I'm Kent Sterling. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, September 23rd. 2022 were brought, or 2021, I'm getting ahead of myself. I wish it was next year. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the land. He's been my dentist the last 28 years. I'm never going to another. Give him a call. Hello, Dr. Mike. I'd like to see you today. Okay, terrific. I'd like to take great care of my teeth. That's what you're going to do at today's dentistry. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? Pascal, it's an illness, so hopefully by Sunday he's able to go. But if he isn't, seriously, who are you going to throw the ball to? Michael Strott, he's a seventh-round rookie. I love the kid. He's 6'5", he's rangy, he's got great hands, he high points the ball really, really well. He's got good feet, he runs good routes for a seventh-rounder. He was a steal, but he's not the kind of guy you want to invest the football in every single play like you could with Zach Pascal. The Colts and the Titans. Here's what I like from an investor's point of view about this game. The over-under on this game is 48. Both these teams love running the football. The Colts have difficulty stopping the run. What's that mean? That means a heavy dose of Derrick Henry on Sunday. And on the other side of the ball, they love to run the ball, love to give it to Jonathan Taylor. So this is going to be a game where the runs outnumber the passes potentially, which is a rare occurrence. In the NFL, that means the clock continues to run, which means scores are depressed a little bit. So that over-under of 48, that's a number to watch throughout the week. If you can get it at 48, I like it. If it drops to 46, I no longer like it nearly as much. Because here's the thing with over-under, and you saw it this past weekend. You know, if you've got a, uh, like what happened with the Colts, if you've got that punt malfeasance by the Rams that results in seven for the Colts, 
that's seven bonus points, and that can happen at any point in the game. And all of a sudden, what looks like a really good over-under bet at 46 becomes unwieldy and and uh, really at risk at 46. So 48, I kind of like. 46, I would not. Braden Smith, Xavier Rhodes, they didn't practice yesterday. Neither did Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz spoke to the media. He said that he is really trying to be able to play this Sunday. He'd like to get back on the field and lead this team. Everybody knows what Jacob Eason being the quarterback on Sunday would mean for the Colts. It's not a good thing. Jacob Eason might wind up being a quality starting quarterback in the NFL. Could be. But right now, like you have no reason to believe he would be. So that's kind of where you're at with Jacob Eason. Uh, Indiana is going to host Hoosier Hysteria in just nine days. Indiana basketball is back. Yes. Mike Woodson at the helm. Yes. We like the old school Indiana guys. We like the Bob Knight coaching tree replanted at the Bloomington program. We didn't like Kelvin Sampson. We didn't like Tom Crean. We didn't much care for Archie Miller. Archie Miller never much cared for us, more importantly. I don't think he ever gave a damn about Indiana basketball. What he cared about was Archie Miller. And that rubs me the wrong way. I don't need coaches who care about coaches. I need coaches who care about programs. And not necessarily the players, but the program. Success in the program. I think Tom Crean did a good job of taking high school recruits, putting them in a position where they could go make money playing college or professional basketball. I like winning college basketball games. You do that with future NBA players. You do that with talented guys. But I think you also do that by instilling a culture within the program that Indiana has not had since, I don't know, the 2001-2002 team, right? I think Dan Dockich tried to bring it back, but in seven games, what are you going to do? He ran off a bunch of guys who needed to be run off. I'm all about that, like Tom Crean. What's the like about Tom Crean? I got no answer for you. I think he did a good job of recruiting the state of Indiana for a period of time. Got really good talent and then augmented it with guys like Victor Oladipo and Will Sheehy and Christian Watford. Got that done. That was a good thing. All right. Then he burned bridges throughout the state, couldn't recruit Indiana anymore. He wore everybody out. He was drama, drama, drama. He was all about Tom Crean. He's still all about Tom Crean. What's he doing in Georgia? That's all I got to say about Tom Crean. Jeremy Fears, uh, a top 20 kid out of La Lumiere, visited Indiana last weekend for the UC-Indiana game, which Indiana didn't win. He got to see, for a half, some pretty good football and a raucous crowd. The second half, he saw what Indiana football's kind of been all about for a long, long time. That's why you come here, Neil. I bring you these insights. He saw people go to Knicks at halftime. That's what they do. They go to Knicks. As soon as the bloom is off the rose, they, they toddle off to do what's next. And I don't blame them. That's what we do. That's our heritage as Indiana football fans. Uh, IU is a nine-point favorite at Western Kentucky this weekend. Dan Dockage with Don Fisher earlier in the week brought this up on his radio show. What the hell are they doing? What's Indiana doing scheduling this game in Bowling Green? Why in the world would you visit a program? You don't have to have a return. Western Kentucky's happy to take a check to come to Bloomington and go about their business. 
or come to Bloomington every year. You don't need to play them in Bowling Green, for God's sake. Uh, Lisa Wolf says, Kent, you're like a magician. Never know when you're going to surprise us being on. That's right, because we operate on Kent time. Uh, at any rate, I'm looking forward to this game this weekend, because after that, it gets tough. We've got a week from Saturday. I mentioned Hoosier Hysteria. And that, that door's open at Simon Scott Assembly Hall at 2.30. The event itself is going to take place at 4, giving you plenty of time. It's going to run 90 minutes. Then you get to go to Nick's or Kilroy's Sports, wherever you want to go, to watch Indiana. Good morning, Born Again. To watch uh, Indiana and Penn State. And I hope, hope that Indiana finds a way to get that thing working. Because they need to. You win this weekend against Western Kentucky, then it gets really, really tough. You got Penn State, you got Ohio State coming up, you got Michigan, you got Michigan State. Where are you going to get wins? You got to cobble together together enough to go to a bowl. I don't need to be nationally ranked. I don't need to go to a New Year's Day bowl as an Indiana guy. What I need, going to a bowl. Got to keep going to bowls. That's the way it works. Notre Dame against Wisconsin at Soldier Field this Saturday. Uh, Nooner. On Fox 59, going to be a really interesting game, I think. Hard to pick this game. Hard to figure out who exactly is going to win. Notre Dame's kind of been up and down. Wisconsin, maybe not their best roster ever. Paul Christ getting it done up there in Madison year after year after year after year because Barry Alvarez established a culture. You've got a culture up there. Paul Christ extending that culture, figuring it out. Uh, tonight, you've got Carolina. At Houston, the only reason that this game is interesting to me is to watch Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold could have been had by the Colts. They could have had Sam Darnold instead of Carson Wentz. All right, traded by the Jets this past year for a 2021 sixth, a and then a second and a fourth in 2022. So uh, the Colts are going to be on the hook, depending on Carson Wentz's health. They're going to be on the hook for either a first-rounder or a second-rounder in 22 in exchange for uh, Carson Wentz. Would you rather have Darnold than Wentz? So far this year, it's hard to make a case toward Carson Wentz. The Carolina Panthers 2-0, and uh, like I said, they take on Houston. Houston, who's going to be their quarterback? I don't know. Tyrod Taylor out. Deshaun Watson inactive. You got problems if you're a Houston Texans fan, that's for sure. Uh, Cubs lost again. They got 10 games left in the season. They could wind up with a fifth worst record in baseball, which would mean the fifth pick in the MLB draft. Speaking of that, the last time they drafted as high as fifth, they selected fourth and they took Kyle Schwarber. Last night, Schwarbs went haywire. Two bombs in the first and second inning, and then a double to back that up. He was three for four on the night with uh, four runs scored, four RBIs. Kyle Schwarber raking for the... Uh, Boston Red Sox hitting almost 299, what is he, 297, 295 in a Red Sox uniform. Overall this season, 266, 31 bombs, a 929 OPS. Yeah, we couldn't use him with the Cubs. You know what, though? October's going to be fun because we're going to be able to watch a lot of Cubs playing in the postseason. Schwarber is going to play for the Red Sox, and you've got probably Rizzo playing for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees look like they got a shot at the second wild card, a good shot at the second wild card. You've got KB, uh, Chris Bryant, playing 
for the uh, San Francisco Giants. They are likely to win the National League West, so that's going to be a lot of fun. What's not a lot of fun is news that we got earlier this week is that uh, former Taylor basketball coach Paul Patterson passed away. Uh, what a great guy. I interviewed him a couple of times. He used to go to Butler practices, so I'd run into him every once in a while, and he could not have been a nicer, more generous guy with his time and, and his insight about basketball and about coaching and leadership. Uh, he won 734 games as a college basketball coach, but most important, what he did was touch the lives of those not just those who played in his program. He, he had a profound effect on all of them, but the people, the kids, who went to the Taylor basketball camp, which was the best basketball camp in the state and maybe in the country. It was just terrific. The way they instilled positive values while teaching basketball, a disciplined uh, level of basketball that was just outstanding. Uh, Paul Patterson passing away uh, really saddened me and uh, should sadden everybody within the state of Indiana and anybody who gives a damn about basketball. Jordan Hart says, what percent chance do you think Carson starts Sunday? I'd say 20, 20%. I don't, I don't think he gets there from here. Two sprains, one of them, and, and Frank Reich wouldn't say high or low. A high ankle sprain is a mother, man. You've got to take good care of a high ankle sprain, and if you put too much on it too early, you just kick the can down the road. Maybe it's time to shut him down for a couple of weeks, get that thing right. Although you never really know how high ankles are going to heal. Sometimes they really don't heal completely. And and you're stuck with that thing for a long, long time. I hope Carson Wentz is able to play. I hope he plays well. And I hope finally he becomes a prudent quarterback. You've got to stand. Like, like Jacob Eason may do it to a fault, right? Not moving. But Carson Wentz prolongs plays to uh, way beyond their expiration point. And you can't do that. You have got to muck a play every once in a while. And against the Rams, he didn't muck any of them. Fans love that stuff, right? You love a guy who, like when, I don't know, he went under, he went over guys, Aaron Donald grabbing at air because Carson went underneath. It was fantastic. But you knew that with every second he's back there, he puts himself in greater peril. And that's what happened on Sunday. And that's what's happened throughout Carson Wentz's career. People on this channel in comments say that he's soft. He is not soft. He is way too tough and way too stubborn. He's got to do what Philip Rivers made a career out of. This is why Philip Rivers was able to play until he was 39. He dropped back. It's not there. Boom. Gone. Didn't take unnecessary hits. Carson Wentz. Taking unnecessary hit after unnecessary hit, it finally cost him again. And so we're staring down the barrel of Jacob Eason playing. What you missed in the injury report is that um, you've got Zach Pascal going on the injury report, did not practice yesterday. He, with an illness, uh, Paris Campbell was limited, so that was kind of a positive surprise. Good morning, David. How are you? Birthdays today, Jonathan Fish. Happy birthday to Jonathan. Christian Aliexo, happy birthday. Uh, Todd Appleman, Stacey Aline Yeoman, happy birthday. The great Todd Lindemann, who Dick Vitale always killed on ESPN broadcasts for no good reason. Said, look at him. It's his head. He's not a seven-footer. Look at his shoulders. His shoulders are parallel with six, seven kids. 
He's six seven. He's not blah blah blah. Dick Vitale wears me out. Uh, Max Williams celebrating your birthday. Happy birthday to Max. Chris McGuire, Jill Cosby, John McKenna, the great Tice Carlson, and the great the great Kenneth Lee. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else had his best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, Inside Indiana Sports Now, latest on the Colts, latest on the Hoosiers. It's what we do. We do it twice a day, and we love it.